Good morning and welcome to the Wake Up and Be Wealthy show. It is your host, Nellie Corvo, and I am so excited that you are tuning in. We are talking how to make better decisions. I feel like so many people get decision fatigue. They typically like uh, run away from decisions or they completely just become paralyzed to making decisions. We make, honestly, thousands of decisions every single day. So no wonder by the end of the day, we're so tired and the question of what's for dinner makes us want to like pull our hair out, right? So we're specifically talking about business decisions today on the podcast, but the framework that I'm going to teach you, you can totally use it for all big decisions in life. Um, But we really want to make better decisions so that way we can create that wealthy life, right? And do it on purpose and do it so much faster. So the framework that I'm going to share with you is super, super simple, but very, very powerful. So I hope that you're taking notes. If you are driving, then listen and you can always take notes later, but very excited. So first we need to decide what is the number one goal in your business right now over the next 90 days? I like 90 days because a month completely flies by. Like this month, I don't even know where it went. I really don't. It's been so busy, so crazy, uh, so much going on that I'm like, it. what? Like it's already been like 30 days? What's happening? So I like a good 90-day run. It gives your brain and your business uh, enough time to really give something your all and to really measure the data as where a month, it, it just feels so fast. So I, I want you to look at the next 90 days, depending on when you're listening, listening to this and decide what is that number one outcome that you desire in your business? I like to decide what is the number one outcome that's actually going to be this domino effect that's going to knock down other goals. I call this double dipping because if we decide on one, but we know it's actually going to knock down 20 more, doubling down on that number one goal is going to be massive. This is when you hear people quantum leaping, which quantum leaping is like, I like to visualize quantum leaping as like leapfrogging. You're just going so much faster, so much, uh, um, you're going so much further, so much faster. Okay. So we've got to decide on that number one goal. Okay. That has to be how we make better decisions. That is our compass. Obviously, our, our values and our morals as well. But from a like a compass standpoint of like what is most important right now, it's that target, right? So you must do some soul searching and really decide what that is. Typically, it does attach to money. It may be, um, you know, more budget versus sales, or it may be sales versus budgeting. So I really want you to decide what that number one goal is for your business that you know would make everything else easier. So if it were sales, for example, and let's say you wanted to increase sales uh, over $10,000 reoccurring over the next 90 days based on what you already have, what could that do for you, right? So we not only need to decide what that 90-day outcome is, but we need to 
decide why. Why is this important? Is that going to help you hire a VA? Is that going to help you pay for ads, right? So you can create another 10,000. Is that going to help you be able to take some time off, right? Because you haven't took, taken any time off. So we want to understand the why behind the why when it comes to that number one outcome so we can get some emotional attachment to it and make sure that that really is aligned with you. Because sometimes we think that's our goal, but it's like, well, is that important to me? Do I do I want to do that? It may be uh, creating a certain amount of content or selling a certain amount of courses or you know cutting spending by 20%. So you get to decide what makes the most sense for your business. And we want to make sure that that also helps your lifestyle, right? I don't want you to go for a very big goal and you're exhausted, right? So we get to also take into consideration your lifestyle to make sure everything fits together and can help you build your wealthy life so much faster and it feel really, really aligned. Okay. So before we even do the framework, we need to decide all of that. We're going to make some big decisions today. So that's, that's the thing. Okay. Now here's what's powerful. Once we have this, I would even write it on a piece of paper, a post-it note, put it on your desk, even frame it. Literally, I'm not even joking. Frame it, put it as the background on your phone. We need to have those constant reminders because we get very distracted very easily and we're like on to the next thing and then we're like, wait a second, I I had a 90-day goal. What was it? What was that? I forget, right? So we've got to make sure it's that big, that powerful, and it's in our face all the time. You could even go as far as like turning alarms on your phone, we can get extreme. You could buy a huge poster board <laughs> to put right in front of your computer. We can we can do all the things and I highly, highly encourage all of them. So this is the cool part about this though. Every time you're trying to make a decision, whether it's, should I schedule this on my calendar? Should I invest in this program or this coach or mentor or spend money on ads or buy the, you know, buy the um, membership from, you know, somewhere, or I really want to hire a funnel builder or go to the conference. There's decisions everywhere. There's always not only going to be demands on your time, but there's going to be demands on your, your wallet as well. Right? So we love to do all the things. We love to support other people, but we've got to make sure that it always goes back to your business and goes back to your lifestyle, which goes back to all of your goals, right? Do you see how everything is connected here? So every time you get faced with a big decision, we want to stop, okay? And we want to ask ourselves these questions. Will it help me go faster? Will it help this be easier, right? Will this help me make more money? And will this make me happier? Okay, I'll say those again. Will this help me go faster? Will this help this be easier? Will this help me make more money? And will this make me happier? It's got to check at least a few of those boxes in order to move to a final decision, right? So for example, if... Um, you wanted to travel for an event, right? And you're like, oh, this would be so much fun, right? But it it's not going to all make you go faster, right? It's actually going to make things harder. And it may not make you money because it's not even related to business, right? It's just more something casual and fun. Um, but it could make you happier, right? Then we've got to make a decision of like, is this what I want now? Or is it what I want the most, right? 
We get to make sure we're making most of our decisions of what we want the most long term and not just the instant gratification now, right? There was a period of time where I did not get my hair done. I did not get my nails done because I had other things I was spending money on. And did I want to do those things? Yeah, but it didn't align with my budget and I had to make some hard decisions. And that's why it honestly makes it more special now when I do get my nails done and do get my hair done because I appreciate it. And I'm like, okay, this was a part of the journey. This was a part of the process, right? So those four questions within every decision that you make can be so freaking powerful instead of just making a yes answer or a no answer, right? A lot of times fear gets in the way. I can't tell you how many times I have been to a sales page and gotten so excited, even got on sales calls, got so excited. And I used to have this pattern of talking myself out of it. And then when the doors would close to something, then I would have non-buyer's remorse. It is a thing. And uh, what's crazy about this, and we talked about it in the episode with Dr. Lee Cordell, is it's a real thing. And... Um, I then instantly was like mad at myself because I'm like, man, I was excited, right? And then I talked myself out of it and then it was too late. And a lot of times they didn't let me in, right? That was just their policy. That was their boundary. And I, I had to learn a lesson, which brings me to my second point of the framework, which is what I call your lesson inventory, okay? So <laughs> I was talking about this with my inner circle today. Lessons are going to keep showing up for you and me until we fully learn them, until we fully break through them, right? So just putting a band-aid on a, a situation um, that we really didn't heal from or we didn't learn from is going to rinse and repeat itself, right? So for example, if you have a history of not paying for things that you sign up for, right, it's going to keep biting you in the butt, right, until you face it and own it and follow through, right? So really taking into account your lessons and creating an inventory for them, like legit writing them out. What lessons have you learned? What patterns do you see show up for you in life and in business, right? Do we not follow through? Do we not pay on time? Do we um, say no to things that we really want to say yes to, right? Do we constantly say that we can't afford things? What is showing up for you that really isn't serving you? And have we have we learned from it? Have we broken through it? And if not, this is going to be a, a continuous roadblock for you uh, that you're going to feel like almost like you're banging your head against a wall and you're like, and, and this is where we start to become like we play victim or we're like, why does this keep happening? Like, what am I doing wrong? Right? So I really want you to stop and slow down. What lessons are in front of you instead of getting mad or playing victim? Let's use them as an opportunity to like really stop and think. So, um, a very odd example for you, but very powerful is there was a point in my life where I couldn't afford to go into Target. If you've read my book, I talk about this and I would charge my um, groceries on a credit card. I was with my friends one time and I felt super embarrassed. I'm like, is the card going to go through? And I wasn't even buying crazy things. I was buying like a brawl and some like probably candy. I was in college, um, but I was like sweating bullets so now, later in my adult life, I can afford to go into Target. And what I kept noticing when I did this was this cycle of shame of like, 
well, now you can afford it, so let's just go overboard and spend all the money. It's kind of like the fuck you of the world, right? And uh, it was things I didn't need. And then I instantly felt shame when I left because I did spend a lot of money, but yet I could afford it. It was a whole thing. And so it kept happening and kept happening and kept happening. So uh, now what I do, okay, lesson inventory. Now what I do is we only go once a month. It's like a special, special trip. There is a dollar amount that I want to keep in mind. There is a list, right? Um, and if I go off the list, it's not, I'm not mad at myself, but I try to keep it in, in check. Um, but what's powerful about this is uh, we went not too long ago and it was one of our lowest trips. It felt super easy, enjoyable, light, and uh, I didn't walk away feeling shameful, right? So it was really starting to recognize of like, yes, it's safe for me to spend money. I can afford it. Do I, does it align with my goals, right? Like, do I have to drop $400 at Target, right? To feel good about myself? Or could I put that somewhere else, like in the stock market, right? Or could I put that into our dream home fund? So it it was really a way to like heal from the past of like, okay, <laughs> I've had my moment of saying fuck you to my past self and the world and all the things. And let's allocate that money somewhere else. And so I just feel so different around it now. So there's so many lessons that are, the world is trying to teach us to make us a better person, right? To go to the next level. And so we live in three different realities, either the past, the present, or the future. And I really want you to decide, am I, am I willing to let go of the past? We get to learn from it right? But we also get to leave it in the past. And so I absolutely do want you to live in the present, okay? But we also need to live in the future uh, for a hot second by visualizing what our dream life looks like. Like, what is that like? Okay, so I really do want you to do this today um, and think about like, what is that? And I want you to write it out in full, vivid detail. Like, where do you work? How much do you work? How much is in your bank account? What car do you drive? What does your house look like? How many trips do you go on? Where do you go on trips? Who are your friends, right? Who do you work with? Who do you not work with? What do you do for fun? Who, what charities do you donate to, right? What hobbies do you have? Like if you have kids, how many kids? How many animals, right? All these things, okay? And vivid, like ultimate vivid detail, because then we want to connect to the future. And then we also want to recognize in vivid detail, what does our present look like? So we're really comparing our present life to our future life, okay? To see what is not in alignment. Oh, day job, not in alignment, right? The friends I'm hanging out with, not in alignment, right? The car I'm driving, not in alignment, but not as big of a priority, right? Uh, that was me for a while. Um, now I have my dream car, the dream car for now until I can pay cash for a G-Wagon. <laughs> um, but I love my car. It keeps me very safe and it makes me happy. Uh, so we really want to start connecting the dots of our vivid dream of, of our dream life and our current reality and what is not in alignment. Then we've got to make some big decisions of how can we get there faster? How can we make it easier? What will make you more money? And what will make you happier? Do you see what I did there? So 
super powerful exercise. Please share it with a girlfriend. Please share it with anyone. If you got a network marketing team, one of the most powerful exercises that you can do. Um, I love doing our podcast because it brings back things that I've done in the past. And I'm like, oh, I get to do that again. I get to do that again, right? So I am here right uh, beside you as a student. Everything I'm talking about, I am doing, I am living, I am being uh, because I see and feel how important it is. And this is my way to give back and share behind the scenes like what really does work for me um, time and time again. So we're comparing Okay. And then the last step of the framework is to truly stand into possibility, right? Fully 1000% stand in possibility that this gets to be your reality. That dream life gets to be your reality and you can start living it now, right? Even if you're not in the dream home, even if you're not taking all the vacations that you want to be taking, even if you're in a day job that you don't love, we can start to infuse pieces and parts of your dream life now for you to start getting a taste of it, for you to start getting that momentum, right? Saying words like, I can't afford this is not serving you. Does your future wealthy self say that? Absolutely not. So guess what? It's it's free how we speak to ourselves, which is so powerful, right? And how we speak to other people, what we think, also free, right? So there's no excuse to not do that now, right? I can't, oh, I can't wait to be able to afford my dream car. I can't wait to move into my dream home, right? So I want you to fully start stepping into possibility. This is going to make decision making so much easier. I just hired um, my next coach and it was one of the easiest, easiest decisions I've ever made. The last round that I did this, I've shared this story before, but I hyperventilated. Like I had to work through things for like a couple months before I I hired my coach. And this one, I've done a lot of growth over two years, thankfully to the coach I have now and just growing as a human in general, that when I sat on that Zoom and heard everything included, heard the price, it was like, yeah, I'm in. It was so casual. You would have thought that I was like, buying a burger or something like it was so casual and me a few years ago would have been like oh my gosh I can't afford that there's no way I really want it but can I right remember that girl that like looked at sales pages got on sales calls and then like ran away that was me that was me so if you're there now we that's a lesson we've got to break through it or it's going to keep showing up and keep showing up and keep showing up like it hurts my heart when somebody tells me to like send an invoice and then they ghost you, right? It doesn't hurt my heart from a business aspect. I'll go find more people. I'm not worried about that. But it hurts my heart from a development standpoint, because I've been there. And I'm just like, Oh, you were so close. You were so close to breaking through. So when people say yes, and they sign up, they 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 sign the contract, they pay the enrollment, they show up on the calls, I seriously get so giddy, because I know how powerful that is. And I know what's what they're creating and what's ahead of them. And I like get to like live vicariously through them and like experience it. And I like see their growth. I was on a call with a client today and she left her day job and like it, you can see the, the joy, the peace all over her face. It's insane. She looks 10 years younger. Like it is mind blowing what we start to do to create our dream life now and how you can start to live 
now. Life is now. When people say like how to become a, a millionaire by 65, I think that's bullshit. We get to really start having the conversation of like, how can we create more wealth now? Because life is now. So we get to make decisions now, not wait, right? We get to make sure we are making aligned decisions now to build that wealthy life as quickly as possible, as easy as possible, right? To make more money, of course, because it's building your wealthy life and to be able to be as happy as possible. Uh, we we went to a comedian um, stand-up the other day and one of his pieces of advice at the very end, it was actually really beautiful. He said, you cannot get internal happiness from external sources, which is a really good reminder for our business. We place a lot of weight on sales. We place a lot of weight on feedback of people, recognition, words of affirmation to like seek our happiness. But all of that gets to be icing on the cake. You have got to do some soul searching. You've got to work on you. Uh, I heard an affirmation a couple weeks ago. I'm going to grow until I get it. So that dream life that you're visualizing, let's just keep growing. Let's keep moving forward. The more you work on your heart, the more that you are going to see possible for yourself and the faster you're going to get there, okay, the easier it'll be. And most importantly, the happier you will become. It can't just be about the money. It's got to be deeper. You've got to dig deep. We've got to visualize and we've got to make decisions. And the last thing that I'll leave you with, with making decisions, especially most decisions have something to do with money. Okay. And that's when we start to freak out. So it most likely feels scary when it's a number you've never spent. Okay. That's first caveat. So let's say you've never invested $1,000 into you in a a personal development program, right? Or you've never invested $10,000 or $20,000 or whatever it may be. Um, I bought a ticket for a conference and it's $1,000 a ticket. This is the third time I've gone to the conference. The first time, freaked out like crazy. And I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, right? Second time, not so bad. Third time, I'm like, what, how much was it? Like, I forget, right? And so the the growth, right? So I like to say that there's levels of money. And so if you go from spending $1, right? And then you try to go to spending $100,000 on something, can be anything, it's going to feel stretchy AF because there were a lot of levels of money that you didn't go to, right? You just leapfrogged and got some cheat codes and we're like, okay, let's spend $100,000 or whatever amount it is, right? So when we can inch by inch go from spending a dollar to $10 to $100 to uh, $500 to um, a $2,000, $5,000, continuous, right? You can leapfrog if you want, but it's going to be scary. So just know on the levels of money, if we're missing a few levels or a lot of levels, that's why it feels scary, right? So that's caveat number one. Caveat number two is do we believe in ourselves? A lot of women are totally down to invest in things like nails, like red bottoms, like your hair, like clothes, right? More external things, right? Remember what I said earlier? We cannot get uh, internal happiness from external sources. So we will spend and spend and spend. I do this too, right? Um, And there's nothing wrong with it. Not shaming any of that. I think it's awesome. However, 
when it comes to spending money on a coach, a mentor, a program, a conference, uh, a therapist, whatever it may be, when it's more internal, that's when most of us freak the fuck out, right? So I want you to lean into that and I want you to dig into why. And a lot of times it's either fear, fear of failure, fear of success, a little bit of both, right? And do we trust ourselves? Uh, and a lot of times if we've had lots of lessons where we bought the thing and never did the thing, then it's creating evidence in our brain that, well, what what's going to be different this time, right? You're just going to not show up again. This is the mean girl, right? So if we want something different, we've got to do something different. So we've got to really make some decisions around, okay, if I say yes to this, there's going to be some, some, um, like really clear parameters in place. I must work on this program or go to every call or ask for help or have an accountability buddy, right? So I do the thing. Maybe you get rewards, right? So don't, again, don't let your past dictate our present and our future. Maybe it was just a season of life that you were going through a lot of things and you signed up for the thing looking for support and then it didn't happen for whatever reason. It's okay, Sometimes when we sign up for things, it's not always the reason why we want it to be of what we get out of it. There's been several programs where I signed up for it and I decided, yeah, this is actually not what I want to do. I bought into a uh, a health coach program that was $7,000. I probably watched two trainings. Uh, I say that with a smile on my face because I decided I don't want to be a health coach. That's not what I'm here to do. And I believe in health and I know health is important, but that's just not my jam. And so I paid the $7,000 because it was one of the best lessons. I learned it very quickly. That's not what I want to do. And I was able to move on so much quicker. Would I have liked to learn it a different way? Probably. Would I have paid as much attention? Probably not. I'm stubborn. Okay. So all this to say, trust yourself. Work on finding that internal happiness, which comes from within, and let's make stronger, better, more confident decisions and trust yourself. All right, make it a great day. I'll see you back tomorrow.